Morality may consist solely in the courage of making a choice. Leon Bloom. 28 weeks later. Trigger warnings for this episode are abandonment. Please stay safe and stay sane. Thanks for listening. Yo, 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 what is up? <laughs> I, I'm Zachary Ballard. And I am Chris Vlamakis. And we are back with Feet Don't Eat Your Brain. Feet Don't Eat Your Brain. Feet I, Don't Eat feet, Your Brain. Feet the Feet E T E T B T. Okay. <laughs> um, so we did 28 weeks later. I got Chris. He he's He's not busy this night. So we're gonna do it. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, would you would you think? I I know I know a little bit of your opinions on uh, on the movie on the specifically. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was. I mean, this isn't the first time I saw it, but it's the first time in probably like ten years mm-hmm. that I've seen it. Um, I I thought it did good in did well in most areas uh, to continue and convey this type of the quote unquote zombie slash rage virus that it has in this movie. And continuing it to a little bit of a different aspect, it's not a direct sequel technically because none of the characters are the same. Mm-hmm. But I think it fell a little bit flatter in in a lot of areas compared to the first one. Mm. Um, but I still th- I still think it's still I think a, it's a great a, a movie. Good movie. Still. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So the I think the main thing I saw in this movie was um, well, one of the main things I saw was the the choices that the sergeant or the general had to make and whether to kill people or not. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it all goes around this whole, like what I was uh, like, it's obviously, as the name suggests, 28 weeks later, it's been 28 weeks since the major outbreak of this virus hit. And unlike a lot of mm. other zombie esque things, these people affected by this can slowly starve to death and they have been rebuilding and they have, and this, the obviously it never really explains why. I'm assuming because the London, the British government is just completely screwed. Yeah. Uh, but I'm assuming the American government's coming in and try to repopulate people into a clean green zone. Mm-hmm. And th- this general has to be a hard ass because who knows? Because like he probably almost certainly led people during the initial like infection yeah. and probably saw firsthand. And this killed millions of people. Yeah. And, and I mean like yeah. he. So the first the first thing we saw with that is that he had a choice whether to like. Because this this woman came in and she had a healed bite mark, and yeah. so and she, then uh, she was genetically immune yeah. to turning into one of these creatures, but she was technically a carrier. And as soon as he found out about that, he's like, "No, that she's a she's a threat if uh, like just existing, and so yeah. we should get rid of her." Well, like the head doctor was like, "No, we can't. Like we need to. And this like is wh- she could be a cure. Yeah, for and, this. And both of them are right. Mm-hmm. And like for movie purposes, like obviously he his, his was more like better for the movie to happen than just like. Yeah. He, instead of him being like, you know what, you're right, and then ten minutes later she's like with vials and like Eureka, and the movie's yeah. thirty minutes yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, it, but yeah, but but like in a scenario like that where it's just like literally, it shows what happens when literally one person gets infected, and no one is, expects it. Yeah. Like again, like the first breakout, no one expects it. No one knows what's going on. Everyone's panicking and everything like that. Then this one, none of the soldiers, soldiers, the soldiers were playing practical jokes on each other that yeah, they, they were, were like infected. pretending to be zombies, and, which and, I thought, and, I thought was wild. Yeah. I thought it was wild. I, I would expect more like accidental shots to be fired. I think, but they were yeah. so complacent because it had been like, I think they said the, they, the last of the infected starved five weeks into it, Yeah, which was means this is 23 weeks later, like months later. And they've been 
in this green zone guarding this place for weeks upon mm-hmm. weeks. And so everyone thinks that they're fine. Like everyone's compl- yeah. everyone's complacent and calm and saying that, well, there's 30 people with sniper rifles on the rooftop. Every corner has guys with machine guns. There's arm trucks. While, while really the only, only guy that really is uptight is this general the whole time. He's just like looking, making sure everything's okay. But he's, but like, they also show the humanity of him too. Cause like when he gives that order to carpet bomb that whole area and, yeah. it, and, it, and it shows cause like they're killing people probably not infected. Yeah. Like, well, we, we see them we not see, like he orders, he orders open fire. Cause like one of the crazy big things about specifically 28 days and 28 weeks later is that it's very hard to tell the difference between a person that's infected and a person that's just simply running and panicking. Yeah. And, and especially it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. And there was just so many, and all the soldiers they were like, "I can't tell." They're, they're who's like, who. "All they can, they could only tell is when they were already on top of like attacking someone." And then they had to kill the someone. They had, they had to kill yeah. two at yeah. that, at yeah, yeah, yeah. least two at that point. Uh-huh. And so, like, that brings the whole like, "What do you do? Do you uh, kill the few, which is in this case is technically thousands of people, mm-hmm. to make sure the outbreak doesn't get out and kill like tens of thousands to millions yeah, of people?" Exactly. And so, yeah. Well, it, it's just it's just interesting because I mean. Even even when the soldiers saw that people weren't infected, they were still like, "We got to kill them." You know, these are orders. Yeah, they they must have definitely like, because again, it goes back to who knows what these soldiers. Because like, it vaguely talks about in the first movie that there were infections and outbreaks all over the world, and like they mentioned the United States, mm-hmm. but like, there's only it only happened in, in like pocket pocketed areas, and they were able to eventually get control over it. Yeah, but who knows like what these soldiers have to do. Uh, had to do before and now they have to relive this again and most mm-hmm. people in this scenario probably had to relive like oh crap i thought this w- we all thought this was over mo- like for a moment but yeah does that remind you of something the titanic <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it, yeah, yeah, yeah i was yeah, yeah. Ta- i was talking about this a moment ago with your uh, with elena and like it is that is probably one of the most realistic things is that like when there is a lull in something sure it might be over but like you have to still, like, all the professionals, like, you still see people, like, whenever they step out of the green zone, all these guys are wearing literal hazmat suits yeah. and containment and everything like that. And it, and it is, we're going to say the big no-no word, COVID. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so all these people are just like, yeah, we need to follow these rules, and it might <sighs> suck right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you don't, people are going to die. And, yeah. like, and, and it's very easy to compare, uh, compared to, like, ooh, the zombie outbreak. It's kind of like COVID, because, like, obviously they're diseases and... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like... not exactly like COVID, obviously, well, but, no, I mean, no, like, you can compare people it, got yeah. comfortable, and, I mean, honestly, like... I feel, I feel like everyone got comfortable. There's one we... there's one lady in an attic eating trash right now that's immune to COVID. And then... <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I mean, most of us... Most of us got the vaccine. Um, and, like... I would not say most of us, unfortunately. Well, but... more than half... At least I I don't, I don't know. know I don't know what the numbers are but continue yeah yeah but like uh, like a lot of us got the vaccine and when I got the vaccine I'm like okay there's light at the end of the tunnel if we just do our part get the vaccine but, but then this light, variant came along and that light was actually napalm fire so no I'm joking yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but then you know when I don't know it, it just comes down to listening to the experts and what they're talking about sure. And because, like, because you saw that a lot. Like, the kids, I, I understand they wanted to go get, like, a picture mm-hmm. of their mom, mm-hmm. you know. But, I mean, they, they, if they listened to the experts, that outbreak wouldn't have happened. That's and true. And if, if the you dad could, did listen yeah. to the experts, that wouldn't have if happened, you, yeah, you know. You, you could put the blame on several, well, really, you could put the blame on three different people, all members of that family, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sure, the kid's going there anyways. Like, but, but it, like, and you could technically blame 
the dad on two fronts for abandoning his wife at first and then him using his access to get into that room. But again, there's also this kind of thing where it's like, how would they have known? Like, yeah, they, like, they wouldn't know. Especially like the dad at that point, because how would he know kissing his wife would turn him into, would, would turn him? Like, yeah. he, he didn't know that she was infected. They up until that point, it seemed to have been standard protocol for them to be in isolation like that. Yeah, and like, and so like, it's it's hard in the movie sense to place like a specific blame. Yeah, except for humans being humans and like get having their emotions drive them more than logic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a lot of parallels. I feel like I feel like we're just in this universe. Of so many parallels, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Parallelograms, rhombuses. Yeah, yeah. All right. Trapezoids. Um, and then okay. So the next thing I want to talk about was like abandonment. I feel like oh. we saw so much abandonment, or like leaving people outside versus like letting them in. Like first we see it with the kid, and I mean, no, first we see it with the wife. Well, the the kid uh, at the very beginning when um oh the the running kid yeah the running kid i'm not sure if i would would well i mean they were they were like debating on whether to let him in you know like oh she was like she was like um i mean it all comes down to survival because like who knows if who knows if that uh if that kid um would have been bit or infected i mean and and also who well i mean i mean in this zombies don't talk also in this universe happens really fast but like but like it also did everybody know that in that exact moment? Because, like, that seemed to be pretty early on in the outbreak that that yeah. scene happened. But then again, also, it's like, one, it's a kid. Like, you hear it, and it's like, oh, man. it's. I guess it's there. easy when you know the rules as an and outside then, observer to, like... Yeah, and then also, like, in that moment of them opening the door, is is someone going... Is one or more of those things going to come up behind him yeah. and everything like that? Like, yeah, why yeah. is he screaming unless something's chasing after mm-hmm. him? It, um... It... Yeah, and with everything, like, it, it's also hard to imagine because, like... When you think about it, you also think about through all mediums. I didn't really talk about it in this movie, but it's like, um, if you're hard up for supplies and resources, taking another person in, mm-hmm. is that even, like, something you should do? Should you just ignore them and they have them? Yeah, I mean... Um, it... But, like, and that's also a factor. And then also the cynical part of me is because you, I can't... I know I've seen it, but, like, I, I can't say which specific media I've seen it in. But, like, sometimes people will use that... As like, oh hey, you open the door, and then suddenly there's a group of normal people that are armed that just come in and take your stuff or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's happened in Last of Us. That's happened. In yeah, Walking that's Dead. that's yeah. what I'm thinking. And yeah, so yeah. like, and so like, there's all these different factors that that may go through your head in this scenario. And the biggest one is is fear, mm-hmm. fear that even though so much has already been taken from you, what more could be taken from you? The, yeah. the can of food that you're cherishing in this scenario, your wife or these people that. I, I wouldn't call them all friends necessarily, yeah, yeah. but like they were stuck in this situation. And then obviously you form some form of bond to these sort of people. Mm-hmm. And then once again, your own life too. Mm-hmm. And so like that, that probably, that can go right into like when the husband abandons technically the kid too, but the big thing is about, he abandons his wife because he's near the window and she isn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's definitely a fight or flight like response kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where and he chose flight because like that's what his instincts told him because he literally didn't see a way where he could save his wife and I and I'm sh- like he and he was terrified yeah and I can only imagine the sheer the sheer terror of of that situation and like then once he started running there really wasn't a way for him to get back yeah because he started running and then suddenly there was like thirty of them chasing probably one of the scariest scenes in the movie <laughs> is that first a- action he's just yeah. running I would have been like ah <laughs> yeah like, well I mean get on the boat I mean those zombies don't feel pain so it's like they, don't they feel probably pain run and faster 
possibly or they're just super like just overextending every muscle yeah. or, like literally pure raw i call it like bestial power or i was yeah. joking beast mode but like yeah. but like li- literally every like imagine every cylinder firing at max in your body and like they were slowly gaining on him and if he didn't get on that boat he would have just died and then then the, then the outbreak wouldn't have happened yeah yeah, <laughs> the kids wouldn't have been brought there. They wouldn't have found their mom, even if they the kids were brought there and they did find the mom. Then there wouldn't have been an outbreak. That sold that general guy would have just went in there and shot her in the head with a pistol. Yeah, and like, or they would have brought her in, and then she would have died anyway because the general would have made the order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I also yeah. don't think he would be the only general in that military leader that would have made that decision. They probably all would have. Yeah, yeah. I, yo. So I I want to talk about fight, flight, and freeze because. So here, here's a little story. So I was at work. I was playing this VR game, right? Um, when we had the VR at, at the escape room I work at, and it's called Paranormal Activity, and it is it is the scariest freaking game I've ever played. Uh, and it, it's way scarier when it's in VR, so you feel like you're like in the world and stuff. I was going through this really scary part, and my boss grabs the chainsaw that we have like a chainsaw for for a room. He grabs the chainsaw and he like stands next to me while I'm going through the game and he just revs it right in front of me. And I, you know, I've always gotten so mad at people in movies and TV shows when like they'd see something scary and they froze. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, go, go. I found out I'm a freezer. Yeah. I freaking froze up. I like started shaking and froze to Again, the ground. Being from the third like, person, from like the, where from the audience point of view of things, we can be scared but still think logically because we're not in that scenario yeah. and everything like that yeah you're like what an idiot of course that was like the right decision why didn't they do that but yeah. it's like uh, but when you're in there and it's just like all those chemicals pumping into your brain your blood going and then like yeah and well on top of who knows exhaustion any hunger anything like that yeah so. i mean it's it's really easy like hades town is one of my favorite musicals and there's a line in it that says uh so like eurydice leaves orpheus to go live in hades town with hades because she's hungry and she can't get food, and Orpheus is just writing songs, right? And um, and like then Even the fate the artist dream. Then, then when she leaves, the fates come out, and they're like addressing directly addressing the audience. They're like, "You can have your principles when you have a belly full. Uh, hunger has its way with you. There's no telling what you're gonna do." And so it, and I love that line because it's like, because you look at that and you're like, "Man, why didn't you help your wife?" But then it, yeah, it's. It's so easy to say to have your principles when you're not in those situations. It's it's you know? true. When it's it's like when you have so much taken away from you and your options are pr- almost zero options. Yeah. It when something comes to you and you probably you almost certainly jump on it and everything yeah. like that. That's why when you see certain things, it's just like, oh well, like oh that's why are why are people eating these like expired canned foods and stuff like that? And it's, it's like, like, well, that's literally the only food they have. Yeah. And it's like, what else are you gonna do? Starve? Yeah. It's either that or start. It's like, you me, know? if I go without eating for six hours, I'm like, no, please. <laughs> there's, not not, much time. there's not much time. There's not please. much time. I'm wasting please, away. Please. Yeah. Then I that's, eat an entire facts. chocolate cake by no myself. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, chocolate cake. That oh. sounds good, dude. Why'd you mention that? Um, I pull out a cake. Yeah. And then and then we see, um, like, when, when the guy's coming with the helicopter and, um, and he's not going to pick up the rest of the people yeah and he's only picking well, up yeah that, that's well multi-layer. that's like orders yeah you well, know? that's multi-layer because one i think i think those obviously they establish those two as more cl- as closer to being friends than yeah. just like uh than part of the soldiers, same comrades, platoon yeah. yeah but then also orders because like if he if he tried land like landing with those people he literally says they'll shoot him out of the air yeah and so he's like it's kind of it's self-preservation too yeah. and then on top of that it's just like 
he doesn't know these people. He's also probably afraid of getting infected as well, too. Yeah. Like, it's like, if he lands, who like, there was that one point where they, he lands, and they almost got on there, and there was this, in my opinion, kind of cheesy, but still kind of funny uh, helicopter scene where he kills a bunch of them. But, yeah. like, uh, but still, it was fun. I'm not going uh, to dock him for being fun. Cool. But he, uh, but they, uh, uh, but, like, yeah, him, he was more than willing to, like, at that, like, abandon, like, six civilians who the soldiers clearly know that once you're infected, you're infected within seconds. Yeah. It's like, uh, so it's like, he knows that they can't actually be infect, uh, infected themselves. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's, it's multi-layered. Like, do you abandon your fellow man for self-preservation for orders that could preserve humanity as a whole? Yeah. 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 True, true, true. So I wanted to talk about the, the freaking dad, how, uh, Don, how like big Don, big Don, he, he he plays Rumpelstiltskin in Once Upon a Time. Fun there's fact. a plug. Uh, there's a plug for Once Upon a Time. Yeah, how that, about that how, show fell off though? Just so uh, well, just so you know, guys, we're only going to do shows that this particular actor is in from now on. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, screw zombies. Screw this whole premise. We're going to this actor. We're going to that do we Once Upon a Time. We didn't now. bother looking up the name um, of this actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yo, his character, like, I just wonder. I I hate him. But it's so real. It's, it's so realistic it's real. so, because yeah. he he is his kids come after he like left his wife twenty eight weeks later, you know, yeah. and twenty eight weeks earlier he left his wife to basically die, and then but then we find out that she's still alive and, yeah. and has the cure basically. But but like and then he sees his kids and his kids are like, what happened to mom? And he's like, he tells a story about how he had no choice, he couldn't help her. And so, Alina called yeah. it. Alina always calls everything, by the way, in every movie, Especially TV show. The police on Zach, please, somebody help us. <laughs> what? Please. What? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I just like it cut, cut off the cut. audio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chris had to leave. <laughs> uh, no, Chris, I'm going to continue yeah, this episode. It, it's very, like, it's very easy to be mad at him because, like, he does, like, obviously, like. He does immoral things he throughout do- the entire episode. Yeah. He, like, he leaves his wife because he true he genuinely believes that, like, uh, that in that moment, that he, that only he's going to be able to survive. Mm-hmm. And then he gets his kids, and when he ta- starts telling the story to kids, he, like, tells 80% of the story true. And then the final part about it, he's like, yeah, I saw them bite into her and saw them, like, tearing her apart, and then I ran. And then everything after that he told was the truth as well. Yeah. But, uh, and so, like, part of, part of me, the way, especially the way the actor plays it and the way they wrote it. Part of me popped into my head where it's, uh, like, later on when the kids find out the mom was alive and then they, like, are confronting the dad through this glass window and saying, you lied to us. You said you saw it. And he's like, what? I I genuinely thought, like, I don't I don't think he was, tr- like, part of me kind of thinks he wasn't trying to lie or double down on the or, lie. Like, gaslight them? I think part, partly, because I know this can happen. Like, if you guys look into, uh, like, cases where people are, like, reporting events after having a huge traumatic experience, sometimes the events get muddled in a way because like your brain chemistry gets really <sighs> when, when trauma yeah. happens. Whoa. So maybe he genuinely thought that his, his wife was bitten in front of him mm-hmm. and, or maybe when he looked back and he saw his wife being attacked through the window that he thought, Oh, he saw her get bit yeah, and, and everything like that. And so when he was telling his children that was, I mean, maybe he did see her get bit cause she was bit maybe, but, know? but as like, maybe, so maybe necessarily he wasn't lying. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. You can't make the argument unless it was off camera which wouldn't make any sense in the scenario about about he definitely lied about saying that he went back for her mm-hmm. like they didn't show in the movie at all him going back he he zoomed away yeah that, um, he definitely lied about yeah that. he definitely lied he about saw that she was in a corner in trouble and he but then did. but he then did. on top of that if that was the only lie if you even if you still consider that he lied about the whole seeing her getting bit or anything like that mm-hmm. like could you 
live with that guilt and then have to tell your children that you had to abandon their mother? Yeah. Could you could you live with both of those, or would you rather live with the guilt of lying to them for one section of the story and saying that you, that you saw her, yeah, uh, die? Like yeah. We, like what could you live with? That's kind of the thing. That, what, yeah, basically. Like, could you live with lying with your, to your kids? And because either way, he genuinely thought she was dead. Yeah. At, at, like it had been so long that like he's like there, even if she had somehow survived, there's no way. Like there shouldn't have been a way that she survived. Except yeah. the plot of the story is that she's immune to the disease. Yeah. And uh and so. Yeah, that's that's really tough with the dad because like obviously and like he broke protocol and broke quarantine to get yep. into the room with her, but like he's in the room with her and again all these people who have been around this disease and everything like that are like, well, if she was infected she would have been turned by now mm-hmm. and by this point in time she was like decontaminated, hosed down and yeah. everything like that, so there wouldn't be anything on her that like could accidentally do it. So like it would make sense that he would go in there and be like, he's happy to see his wife. He, he begged her to forgive. She forgave him far too easily. We she come forgave to, him far too we, easily. We come to that. Well, I would have lost it on we someone. Like, if yeah, they left me like that, I would have We can come back to it. that specific point later yeah. on. And then they kissed. And then it's like, uh-oh, it's been established over the past two movies that any contact of like bodily fluid turns you. Yeah. And then he tur- and then he turns and becomes, once again, patient zero of this new outbreak. Yep. And so, like, you can blame him on several fronts, but I think you ha- but I think it does play into where you can interpret it either he was lying fully in that section about abandoning his wife or that's how he genuinely saw it and remembers it i remember so when i was like two years old i got lost at bear lake and i remember it a completely different way than my family remembers it and like that was a really traumatizing thing for me and like as like a two-year-old getting lost and not being able to find your family but like and i i remember i remember it so differently and whenever i mentioned it my family's like that's not how it happened and i'm like Yes, it is, you know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure either they're wrong, which my mind says they're wrong or yeah. my mind well, messed I it mean, up again in that scenario is like, did they, cause like you got lost. That means you were separated from them. So could they have seen every aspect of the story? Yeah. And then again, it's like to them, that might've been a traumatic or scary yeah. experience as and well so too. Their, their memory might've so been So who knows? Too. Yeah. Like I've, losing a child is I, also traumatic. I vividly remember, um, when I was a kid my mom had the car parked on the side of the road in front of their house and I got into the driver's seat and pulled it into neutral. Uh-huh. And so the car just started going and that my mom, um, screamed and hollered and did all this stuff and came and, and hurry went in and pressed the brake with her foot and put it back into park mm-hmm. for years. Whenever like I would tell that story, it would be like, you know, that didn't happen. It's like, you, it's like the only reason that we yelled at you is cause you were honking the horn. And we thought you were going to do that. And I'm like, I remember the car being like by at the park. Yeah. And then years later, one of our neighbors uh, is like, yeah, I remember when you were a kid and you were like in the car and you put it into neutral and it went down. And my mom's like, that didn't happen that way. And I'm like, mom, there was a third party that saw it. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, so guess who, guess who remembers it? Yeah. It's like, so like it all depends. And then also some things people are just like, if it's a minor quick, this happened one day, 20 years ago. Mm. Some, for anybody, it could be really hard to be like, remember, or if you haven't thought about it in a while, maybe that memory combined into another. But again, this one, 28 weeks especially in like apocalypse can be a really long time. Mm-hmm. And so like, I wouldn't say it was the amount of time, but definitely just emotion and just like maybe not seeing all the information and then your brain filling in the rest of the information. Yeah, yeah for sure. Our brains do weird stuff, homie and homies. Um, and who, homas. Who, Wait, whoops. Oh, oh, whoops. Can you say that? Uh, Please don't sue you us. You just canceled us, Chris. I canceled myself. I'm you so sorry. You canceled us. I was us. trying to make a joke, and I said something bad. I'm sorry. Um, It's all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we still have this. I have something to, to blackmail you with now, just so you know. 
Um, Listen, Zach and I both have collective hundreds of hours of blackmail material between the two of us. <laughs> it's going to be like mutually assured destruction. Yeah. When one pulls the trigger, we're both done. <laughs> we're both done. <laughs> um, all right, all right, all right. So I want to talk about, you mentioned this, how she forgave him so easily. Yeah, so in the context of the scene, I just want, just in case people don't know, she's been quarantined. They are like, oh, she's been uh, she's been bit, but she seems to be a carrier and not be affected. Mm-hmm. And her husband comes in, and the last time they saw each other was him running... Well, she was begging for him to stay and help her fight off these things yeah. and he comes in she's strapped to a table because uh, obviously being quarantined with a rage virus the safest yeah. and he uh he's like i'm so sorry and he's and he's like seems fairly genuine about it and he's like do you forgive me please and she's like i love you and then they kiss and then it starts the whole thing and i'm yeah. like that is i'm like that would, I mean, that like, again, she has been traumatized too. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you when you first see her, she's obviously like she's like panicking. She's, she's panicking. She's hugging her child, but then like she starts hearing she's like, like Gollum. You know, she's like she hears the helicopter noises and she starts squeezing her son so hard that she's like hurting him mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I can imagine like she's not in the right mental state either. No, and like sh- you could still love somebody after that, but like there'd definitely be like. Listen, honey, I still love you, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we need to talk uh when I'm out of here, we we're going to have a chat, okay? Yeah. We're going to get a divorce if you know. Or or at least have a con- like I would feel like it would be like we have to have a talk cuz like I feel like if that was somehow me in that scenario, but I would die day one, just so everyone knows. I would die day <laughs> one. Like, <laughs> um, but if I were in that scenario where I survived that and had to live like that and got into that mental state, I I would almost if there's any logical part of my brain still existing, be like, you know, I kind of understand why my husband, like, or significant other did this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't 100% blame him. It's still messed up. Mm-hmm. But, like, what if he stayed and just both of us died? Yeah. Like, what would have been the point? Yeah. Well, then our children would have been parentless. Exactly. And it, yeah. And, and more likely than not, he would have been infected. Like, I feel like 20, this series really doesn't mess around with with morality and, like, with... With actually no, being it's... in the dirt and, like, being so grounded in humanity, like, they don't mess around, and I yeah. really appreciate that. Yeah, I hope, because, like, I, I have to, I'll have to look back into it, because, obviously, like, there was talks, and it's sort of insinuated at the end of this movie, kind of vaguely, that, like, it's conti- the stuff continues even after this movie. Yeah. But, like, I, I want to look into to see, like, obviously it was going to be entitled something along the lines of, like, 28 months later. I don't know if they could do 28 years later. If this <laughs> continued for 28 years, like, I'm not sure if there'd be human race left, but 28 yeah, yeah, months yeah. is a completely different thing. Yeah. Uh, well, at the end, we see that it's in France, so, you know. Yeah, but who cares about France? Yeah. They, they probably, probably they probably retreated. They anyway. probably, they all raise <laughs> oh, their no. hands. They're like, we give up. And a bunch of Frenchmen come in. There's and... a bunch, the French military is there. There's one infected guy running at France. And they're like, <laughs> oh, no. We give up. <laughs> we surrender. We I give up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hopefully people from France don't listen to this. Please don't sue us. Don't sue us, France. <laughs> don't sue us, France. Don't the entire sue- country of France sues us. Yeah. Nah, as soon as we, we, we get, like, one of those cheap, free, like, uh, defense attorneys, and they're like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and then they back off, and then we win a $20 billion settlement. Hell, yeah. Um, I want to talk about the spying a little bit. How the soldiers are on the roofs, and they're, like, looking oh, through the scopes oh, through windows. that's completely believable. Yeah. My, be, they're, like, the, the, the soldiers peeking in and being like, what's on TV tonight? And, like, they're talking about, like... like well, the, I mean, they're so bored just being on roofs. Yeah. Like, not justifying it by any stretch to, like, spying on people, but, like, it's it's yeah, definitely Yeah, they're not believable. gathering information and, like, yeah. giving it to... They're, they're literally just watching, like, people watching, and then yeah. they're like, oh, well, this guy, he's, he's jerking off. Or, they like, it shows briefly a couple having sex, and mm-hmm. it's like... It shows, like, kids jumping on the bed. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and like, so, like, in multi- multiple ways, it kind of shows, like, well, the kids jumping on the bed thing, it's like, oh, obviously, it's like, 
he it didn't get a huge background to Jerry. I think he did Ray's have a character. family. I think I, I think I think it's like but it's like he sees the kids and he's like he kind of laughs at it and it like it looks like his heart his heart is warmed by it and everything. Mm. So like he might have had a family back in the states. But then imagine like you get into here and like there's not radio stations. Yeah. There's not TV broadcasts in this area. No. There's really no form of actual entertainment and these guys probably are on duty like 12 to 15 hours a day yeah they're probably like, pulling double shifts they, they probably they probably yeah they probably work double shifts for like four days out of the week and then then they're off shift and then what did they do off shift play backgammon like yeah. what the, like what do they do like yeah well the guy when he was sitting in his helicopter he was like i was just imagining sunday afternoon being with my wife like that yeah. was his entertainment yeah he was literally having dreams of just walking down a beach yeah and it's just like what like so it makes it it doesn't make it right necessarily to be like essentially a peeping tom mm-hmm. but like Again, in my high, if I was in that scenario, every blind would be drawn. I would be like, no one's watching me. My privacy is good. But then again, uh, also, an idea that just popped in my head. None of their blinds were drawn, so maybe they weren't allowed. Maybe. Maybe they had to have their windows open because if an so out- that, yeah, So, so that. if something happened in their rooms, the snipers could see and take them out. Oh. Maybe. See, that's... that's that, you would die if you drew your blinds, man. Yeah, hey, I close listen, the blinds. I'm... You're, Thank God. you're either you're I, you either have a naked window neighbor or you are the naked window neighbor. <laughs> Always the naked window neighbor and never <laughs> never the... never having the naked window neighbor. <laughs> Listen, yeah, that's something I didn't think about because like I don't think any of maybe if we if if I rewatch that scene, you'd be like, oh, half of them are closed, and then my idea is stupid. But yeah. that would make sense that they weren't allowed to close the blinds yeah. because like interesting. I would like I that definitely would be on my list of stuff. Is like no, in fact, all the blinds in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sir, these are perfectly good. They could be used for like blankets or something. No, garbage. Garbage. Burn them. Too. Burn the blinds. Burn the That's blinds. That's our new campaign, right? Burn the blinds. Burn the blind. Oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about blinds like you put on a window, not. Do not sue us, <laughs> blind not... people. <laughs> I can't post this episode. <laughs> what do you mean? Because, oh, listen, we've only offended three different organizations, and the most powerful one is the Disney Corporation. Yeah. And listen. More what... powerful than France? Let me tell you something. <laughs> If it's not a podcast with me in it, unless we offend the Disney Corporation, okay? I mean, you're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be right back after a short musical break with a moral dilemma, babies. Baby, da, da, da. Baby, skinny, ba, Zimbi, zomba, zumba. Zim, zomba, zombie, zomba, zomba. Zombie, All right. Welcome back, everyone. I uh, hope you enjoyed that musical interlude with a little bit of extra spice. Um, all right. So, Chris, here's your, here's your, here's your moral dilemma. So, uh, kind of going along with this, what are the circumstances in which it is okay to abandon someone? Oh, um... Obviously, I'm going to preface this with it, like, not ever having to ever have been in one of those, like, true survival scenarios. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard for me to 100% say, but, like, to abandon someone, I think, obviously, the biggest one is that if no matter what you're going to do, it's guaranteed that, like, they're probably going to die or not make it or anything mm-hmm. like that. I know in some scenarios you can't guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Like, that would have to be, because, like, in that scenario, because, like, in the world of this movie, like, 
if you know it's established that like they get bit, they're they're done. Yeah. It's like if you go back to the first movie with uh oh, I forget the, the main girl's name, but like her one companion that she was with at the beginning of the movie gets bit and like literally ten seconds later before he turns, she just goes ham on him mm-hmm. and kills yeah. him. And it's like, oh, in that scenario, you would have to really probably deaden yourself inside. Yeah. But yeah. Um so that's that's one scenario where if you know for a fact that like they're not going to make it, and you trying to save them will put you and possibly others in danger. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense to try to save one one person when then suddenly it's like, well, ten other people died in order to save this one person. Yeah. Um. Then, like, then goes comes to my second point, like survival of the group. Because like, if somebody's being left behind, and this is going to kind of sound like a dick move, but like. If an elderly person who can't move very fast mm. is getting like left behind, what well, it doesn't even have to be a zombie scenario. Like, just imagine a post-apocalyptic world, and it's just like you're running away from raiders or like people that are just chasing after you and trying to t- kill. Maybe not kill you, but like take your supplies and everything like that. So, elderly or people who aren't like physically capable, it's like it would be really hard. But I think that would be a scenario if I was put into it. Like, I may not have a choice but to be like, well. I'm sorry, man. I have to leave you behind, Grandpa. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of mm-hmm. messed up. But, like, that's a, like whenever I see older people in movies or, or video games and they've and they've survived, I'm like, they probably only survived because they were happened to be nearby the, plate, the safe place. Yeah. And most of them probably, because, I well, it depends again. Most of them probably didn't grow old within the apocalypse unless you, like, maybe look at, like, let's say a Mad Max movie and that takes place decades after a nuclear bomb goes off and everything like that. But in these movies, it's just like, okay. And then you always are just like, well, they're kind of all like, I'm not saying Cole the week don't, but I'm just saying like, if it comes to a running scenario, are you going to stay back and try to save an elderly person or a person who's not physically capable, thus possibly losing your own life or losing the life of other, of even more people? Mm -hmm. Or do you just leave them behind? And like, I don't know what my instincts would tell me, but, but like, I think knowing myself, like it would kick in. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. And then I would beat myself over it for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. but it would be a decision for more survival. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I think I would choose probably uh, like if I was in a group more, uh, whichever part makes the group more of the group survive Mm -hmm. than, than anything. Okay. Interesting. So, um, it just, it just basically like comes down to survival and like, if yeah. you, if you're, if you, if all options are depleted, then there's nothing you can do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you want to turn around and try to fight whether it's a zombie horde, whether in a more likely scenario in a real life, like if a real life apocalypse happens, just raiders. Or so if all hope raiders. is gone, then it's okay. <sighs> sure. Yeah. I'll okay. say yes. Okay. Yeah. These questions are designed to be hard. Okay. So is know. not what I would, I, I would say. <laughs> But it is acceptable. It's the lesser of evils. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that freaking concludes season one of Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. Uh, everybody party. Everybody cheer. Yeah. Why aren't you cheering, Chris? Um, because uh, season two, we're going to cut the budget, and Zach's not going to be it. So I'm N- no, no, I'm I'm coming back. No. Did you not talk to the I'm producer? I'm coming back. I'm coming. I am the producer. No, 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 no. Wait, what do you mean? I, I am the producer. Wait, wait. And who am I giving $1,000 a week to? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, season two is just going to start up next week. I ain't taking a break. So uh, you're welcome. 
for me not taking a break. Yeah, wait for the yet. new opening credit sequence. The, the, yeah, it's just gonna be us going zombies, 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 zombies. Seven minutes long. Yeah, it's seven minutes long. Uh, but it shows you clips of future episodes too. So wait until the big fight scene between me and, and Zach, and I'm. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be an anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie, and then Instagram at Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. As well as you can email us at feeddon'teatyourbrain at gmail.com. Also follow Fortune Horseman on all the things, especially YouTube. We have a lot of short films out right now, and we have a few coming out soon. So, um, yeah, please do that. Uh, you can also comment on the Instagram and Twitter with your moral dilemma. And, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully I have some sponsors next season. <gasps> oh, uh, yeah, hopefully. Oh, uh, probably not Nike. Disney? maybe disney sponsor me please uh no anyway thank you guys for listening have a good night day whatever you're li- whenever you're listening to this please be safe love you Bye-bye.